2: Oh, God. You are not marrying somebody. What's good? Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky.
1: And I'm your host, A-Dub.
2: It's a brand new week, so we got to get into everything that happened this past weekend. All right, NBA Youngboy is planning on going on a nationwide tour after he just beat his federal gun case. Drake had a little bit of a run in with the law out in Sweden this past weekend, Kanye West was replaced by Kid Cudi on Rolling Loud Festival. Nick Cannon is allegedly engaged. I'm saying that in air quotes. And The Game discussed his peace treaty with 50 Cent and his relationship with Drake and Kendrick Lamar. Quite a bit happened. Before we get into all of it though, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. Now let's go ahead and get to it. All right, NBA Youngboy is already thinking about his next move after he had a huge legal victory in court this past weekend. He was found not guilty on federal weapons charges on Friday, and uh, he came out the courtroom smiling. But uh, I don't think it's all the way over yet uh, with NBA Youngboy and the legal system. But with this one situation, which we already kind of touched on on the podcast where they found a gun in his Mercedes Benz, he's getting off scot-free on this one. Yeah. So there's been video going around uh, this past couple of days where
1: NBA YoungBoy is walking out of the courthouse and there are a couple of fans outside and he like is like taking photos or says hated them for a little bit. And then I think he, in the same video, he runs off. So a lot of people are making memes and stuff about that. But other than that little situation, yeah, I guess he is a free man right now.
2: Yeah. And in an interview with Mohammed Gangit, He's the one that's kind of been following the whole NBA Young Boy legal saga from the beginning. Young Boy said that his plans after this legal victory is to go on a nationwide tour of the U.S. Now, that's interesting because I'm like, OK, you do have a whole nother case to fight over in Louisiana. He was one of about 15 people who got locked up over in Louisiana or who was charged with weapons possession over there. So he's got a whole nother case to fight. But of course these lawyers are not cheap, so I'm guessing he got to make that money back. These lawyers, I'm sure, to get NBA Youngboy off of all the stuff that he's being charged and accused of, I'm sure it's costing him a couple mils, so he got to make that back. I'm not surprised he's trying to go on tour right now. Yeah, definitely going on tour helps with like getting your money back and things like that. But um, I thought like you had to stay put,
1: or is there no parole or something like that? I don't know how he's going to be able to travel
2: freely, but... Uh, it's the determination for me so oh yeah he's currently on house arrest in Utah so that's going to be another hurdle for him um, but you can get approval to work you just have to map it out where you're going to be which days you're going to be there it has to mm-hmm. be for work purposes and you can't leave the country that's the thing that's why he said a tour in the U.S. and not <laughs> a worldwide tour because you definitely can't leave the country and you definitely have to map it out down to the T because if you go to a place that hasn't been pre-approved they're definitely going to lock you back up so I'm sure his team will sort that whole thing out and yeah go ahead get out there and get this money young boy because you're gonna need it for for these lawyers on this next case and whatever other uh, charges or legal trouble you may get into in the future but hoping the best for young boy hope this shows him like all right it's not worth it to be getting into all of this legal trouble. Right, exactly. All right, well, now let's talk about Drake. Speaking of legal trouble, because he had a little run-in with the law when he was out in Sweden this past weekend. Now, rumors started circulating online that Drake had been arrested and that he was currently in custody in Sweden. And a lot of people were worried about it. They were like, ooh, what did Drake get locked up for? Well, Drake's team quickly put out a statement denying that he was locked up or arrested. And the statement read, Drake is at his hotel room and has not been arrested. However... Later on, Drake put up a post from Sweden and he included in that post a photo of a document from the Swedish police. So he wasn't currently locked up, obviously, but it appears that they he did have some contact with them. Right.
1: So uh, that document is titled Information for Those Suspected of a Crime and Subsequently Detained, which does suggest that Drake was detained but never arrested out in Sweden. And it went on to explain Drake's rights, similar to the Miranda rights that are used in the United States. Um, And then Drake's rights included know what it is you are suspected of and why you're being denied and receive the aid of a defense attorney who under certain conditions can only be paid by the state, as well as receive food and rest as needed and receive the assistance of an interpreter during interrogations as needed so yet. Uh, it is interesting that Drake's team was like, oh, Drake was not arrested. Nothing happened, even though no one said it did at first. And so for them to go and say like, did it didn't happen makes it even more suspect that, okay, maybe it did happen. So with Drake coming, with Drake kind of coming back with that, it's like, okay, something definitely did
2: happen. Why was the team trying to cover it up? But it is what it is. Yeah. And the story floating around is that he was at a club in Sweden suspected of having marijuana on him, which, you know. It gets tricky with these drug laws outside of the U.S. and in certain different countries. So mm-hmm. they're saying he was suspected of having weed. Clearly, he's not still behind bars right now. So maybe they didn't find it on him or <laughs> maybe someone else took it. I don't know, whatever the case is. But whatever happened, Drake is obviously not still being detained because he was able to post this, uh, this set of photos on Instagram. And yeah, I don't think they would have been able to keep Drake anyway. Like I know, ASAP Rocky had a, a scenario where he was locked up in Sweden, and um, they actually found him guilty of assault and all of that. But ASAP Rocky was locked up for weeks when he got arrested out there. Drake, I don't know. I don't really see that happening. <laughs> y'all can y'all can keep ASAP Rocky for a few weeks. I don't think they're gonna keep Drake. Like I think Bi- Biden and Kamala would have hopped on the phone for him, and he's not even a U.S. citizen. <laughs> he's a Canadian citizen. But I I, I don't think. U.S. or Canada would have would have let them keep Drake. Too much big business. Right. But yeah, thank thank goodness he is uh, not locked up abroad. Now, let's talk about Kanye West now, because Kanye was actually supposed to be doing Rolling Loud Miami this month. and You know, they got the whole world on this Rolling Loud lineup per usual (laughs) Rolling Loud standards. Um, And Kanye was actually supposed to be one of the headliners. However, Kanye has been kind of on this thing lately where he's been pulling out of festivals last minute or just choosing not to headline certain concerts. And he did that again this time with Rolling Loud with very short notice. And uh, Rolling Loud put out a statement about it. Doesn't sound like they're too happy.
1: Yeah, not at all. The statement begins, we were looking forward to Ye headlining Rolling Loud Miami 2022. It says we spent months working with him and his team on the performance. Unfortunately, Ye has decided that he will no longer be performing. It also says this is the first time a headliner has ever pulled out of our show. And though we don't take it lightly, we wish him the best. But then they say we look forward to welcoming Kid Cudi as a headliner in Miami. And we can't wait to see what he has in store. So if you know what's going on with Kanye and Kid Cudi, it could look a little petty that they replaced Kanye with Kid Cudi because, you know, they're not on the best terms right now.
2: This is definitely where the shade comes in because (laughs) y'all know good and well, Kanye and Kid Cudi are at odds. They're not on good terms. And I think this was a big F you to Kanye West by replacing him with Kid Cudi. They did that on purpose. They Mm -hmm. did it to be petty. And I think it worked. And I think Kid Cudi knows, like, okay, oh, Kanye pulled out, so now y'all want me to headline? Kid Cudi knows that, that's the reason why they asked him. And I, I, obviously Kid Cudi is a headliner, so it's not like it's undeserved. But that was definitely a petty chess move right there on Rolling Loud's behalf. You can hear it all through the statement. They're upset that Kanye pulled out, even when they said, due to circumstances beyond our control, and and using words like Kanye has decided. Because when certain people pull out of festivals, they don't really use that type of language. They, they use due to unforeseen circumstances, they use... Um, such and such had to um, pull out of the festival. They don't say such and such decided, like as if there really isn't any reason, and he just made the decision to do that. I feel like that's what they're trying to convey by using the, the language that they use. Like basically, he didn't have no real reason. He just didn't want to do it anymore, so he decided he wasn't going to do it. So yeah, Rolling Loud is definitely being petty right here, and a lot of fans are actually really disappointed about this because. You know, these, these Yay fans, they go super, super hard. So they're spending this money on Rolling Loud for the purpose of seeing Kanye West. Like, there's certain people that if Kanye wasn't headlining, they wouldn't be going. So now you have all those people that have bought tickets, spent money on travel, booked flights, hotels, all of these things. And now Kanye West is not in it. So they, they, I, I'm hoping Rolling Loud is offering some sort of refunds when people request it. For the festival, like, I get that the festival is still going on, so technically, they could be like, Oh, no, nah, y'all can't get no refund. But I'm hoping that they will allow these people to get refunds if they want them because that's just not fair, man. If I buy a festival to see my favorite artist, buy a festival ticket to see my favorite artist, and my favorite artist pulls out, I should get my money back. Yeah, I would think you would get your money back
1: too, or at least I would hope so, because like, one fan had wrote that he'd already spent like over two thousand dollars on the trip, and he's only like eighteen years old, and he worked his ass off to get to these tickets and get to this uh, down in Miami to see just Kanye West, like his favorite artist of all time. And he was like, even his merch says Kanye on it too. So all he's wearing to the fest is just Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. So yeah, I would hope that there is some type of refund, but I don't know. You know, Rolling Loud, and. They're like a, a money grab type thing. They get all these artists. They need to pay these artists. They have concerts all over the world at this point. You would think maybe a couple refunds would work, but I don't know if they're like that
2: lenient about it, but mm. it would, it'd be nice if they did though. Yeah. We're going to see what happens with that. But these festivals, y'all y'all so money hungry. You're mm-hmm. picking artists. That you don't know what they're gonna be. You know Kanye is unpredictable, meaning you can't expect <laughs> you can't expect that he's gonna be there. You can hope, you can make him sign the contract, but clearly Kanye is not hurting for money. So whatever the financial penalty for Kanye is for not doing this, he doesn't care. So you're mm-hmm. rolling the dice by choosing an artist like Kanye, but you know his name going to get so many ticket sales and so many merch sales that you put him on the festival anyway. And then you want to turn around and be mad when he does something Kanye-ish after you book him on the festival. Make it make sense. Make right. it make sense. But let's move on from that. And let's talk about Nick Cannon now, another person that's uh, pretty unpredictable out here. But you can predict that he is always going to have a new kid on the way. That's the one thing you can predict. Uh, but this thing, I was not able to predict this. So on Friday... Nick Cannon hopped on Instagram and he posted a photo of himself with a woman uh, whose arms were wrapped around him. And then there's another photo where he's holding what looks like an engagement ring. And in the caption, he said, I said I would never do it again, but finally doing what the world wants me to do. He also (laughs) added a diamond ring emoji at the end of the post. So first I saw this, I was like, Nick Cannon, I know good and well you are not marrying somebody after having all of these kids and just a few days ago saying like, oh, I wouldn't mind getting back with Mariah. I was like, right. no no, no way you have the audacity to be doing that, Nick Cannon. But then I thought about it, and I'm just like, this is probably a music video. This is probably for a music video, some sort of promotion, some sort of skit, some sort of something, because I'm like, Even just the verbiage that he used in the caption, finally doing what the world wants me to do. You wouldn't say that to somebody you're getting married to. You wouldn't say that to your fiance. Oh yeah, I'm finally doing what the world wants me to do by getting engaged to you. Like that doesn't even make sense. That sounds so crazy. So I'm like, oh yeah, this has to be for a video or something.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too, because for one, I don't know who the woman is. I don't know if it's one of the many baby mamas. I don't. So I'm like, maybe she's just a video model. You really can't see who it is right it's kind of like a kind of shadowy looking like type of silhouette type of thing but um yeah the caption definitely sends it off of being like it's got to be promotion for something or music video because if my fiance did say I'm finally doing what the world wants me to do it's like okay do you not want to do this like because we can stop the engagement right now so yeah I'm going with music video all the way
2: yeah same here you're not slick naked try to get some promo for that that project what is it called look La- raw Ra- Ra- and b yeah, trying oh, to get yeah. some Raw and B promotion. I, I see the play here. I, at first, I was like, Nick Cannon getting married? Then I was like, oh, look at this caption. He's not showing the girl's face. He said what the world wants me to do. It just it has to be for something promotional. So, yeah, for I sure. think I think we cracked the code on that one. Case closed on that. Now, <laughs> lastly, let's talk about the game because he's getting ready to drop his new album, Drillmatic, and you know he's been doing press for it and everything. And he recently sat down with Hip Hop DX, and they got into some things on this interview. Like, I feel like this was a very, very, very thorough interview. Shout out to our guy, Jeremy. I feel like he kind of touched on every topic we had questions for about uh, with the game. But one of the things they talked about was uh, the game's peace treaty with 50 Cent. Now, you know, this has been like an ongoing discussion for years, just the relationship between 50 Cent and the game. So I feel like this was a good way to kind of attack
0: that than the person is actually living inside. So again, man, like my story will be told like it always has been, but this time all the way in depth.
3: Yeah. And, and you guys, I feel like everyone's had time to reflect on things and, and see how it played out. So you really get to like see what moments meant down the road. Right. But what? So last time you were here, we talked about the West Coast Peace Treaty with Steve Harvey and Snoop and everybody was loving that in the comments. I found another peace treaty of yours that I haven't heard you talk about. It was, uh, I think, 2005, I want to say. It was you and 50's peace treaty, apparently in honor of the boys' choir, where you both donated $100,000 and took a picture in front of all the right. kids. How did that come about?
0: That was, uh, that was Jimmy Iovine's idea. Um, why they he pick? I mean, they, they wanted us to uh, squash the beef, and they wanted to just pick you know uh, a charity or a charitable foundation They yeah. give some money to and do it there um I'm mm-hmm. glad you picked on Harlem, Harlem's boy I mean the Harlem uh Boys Choir because um it's black I'm black and I'm always like pushing the black agenda so I'm glad that it was there um I think that that squashing the beef was too premature I was cut they cut me a check and uh, me and I signed papers to uh sort of you know um sell the rights to g not to uh 50 and uh Interscope so I did that um they cut me a million dollar check um I think I
2: let's stop that right there that is a development right there so the game got a million dollars to stop saying gu not and stop dissing 50 cent that's interesting and I'm also kind of wondering so he got a million I'm wondering did 50 get any money for this and with them donating a hundred thousand to the Harlem Boys Choir, too, at the same time, it's just like, okay, so, so the, the charity got a hundred thousand and the game got a million. Mm. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, but that's something I actually didn't know. Like when they was supposedly had squashed the beef and got back together at the time, um, I thought it was just on some, all right, we want to. You know, we want to we came together initially like we had a great relationship. We made great music together. Like, let's squash this beef and let's just let it be done. I thought it was more of that type of situation. But to figure out like, oh, I got paid to squash this beef. That explains why they're still beefing now. That's, that explains why the relationship went back sour, because y'all didn't even really want to squash it for real. Y'all just got paid to do it and did it for the look propelled or uh, encouraged by Jimmy Iovine to do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That is a good point because if you're just paid to, you know, just basically just stop saying the G you not, yeah, you still, if you're not really over the beef yourself, then yeah, there's definitely going to be some tension or makes sense why there's been some tension these past couple of
2: years because it was never really done with. So, yeah, I hope they put it to to rest though. Finally, like, come on, man, beefing with somebody 15, (laughs) 10, 15 years (laughs) later, like it's old at this point. But um, he, the game also touched on a few other things. He got into uh, on a, on the song 100, where he talks about Drake uh, allegedly being set up, or people in LA planning to set up Drake, uh, and they got into that as well.
0: Not a man, not a thing, not a life. I have to be. I'm not. I'm not scared of anything. Um, and that's
3: just how. That's just as short sure as I can keep it there. That's fair. Only God. Um, not necessarily transition from any of those things, but. The song 100, I think, is interesting for a few reasons. A, you talked a little bit on Drink Champs about, about the Drake call, but did you talk to him right after that? Was it like, hypothetically, you got a call about that? And then was it like, yo, Drake, they're trying to do this, so be careful when you come? Or what was like the next combo?
0: Um, So this thing about Drake, man, is uh, again, like I got all these uh, relationships that, um you know, that, that sort of spill outside of music. Um, Drake is again uh, one of my good friends and a brother. He would he would definitely say the same. This is a guy that I actually, you know, I actually love. And, you know, as a true friend and a brother, he's always kept it 100. <laughs> he's always kept it solid with me. Um So, yeah, I, I stepped to him and I told him, like, this is what I hear. And um, you should be careful. Niggas called me to set you up. Want me to come and wet you up. Because you are out of town, nigga, like Biggie. Heard about the shit with Diddy, so I came through to vest you up. He's such a- talent and a good person um and so i always wanted to uh you know just keep him on point
3: was there a reason why it's like it just seemed random to me that it doesn't seem like drake would have any real at least not him personally maybe (coughs) around him would have any real beef with like la
0: i mean again it was it was what it was, man. It could have been and obviously was, you know, uh, smoke and mirrors. But still, it doesn't mean that I don't need to tell yeah. you that this and this and that, you know, could happen and that, you know, you should uh, protect yourself and stay safe.
2: Okay, so that's interesting. So he kind of uh, maybe, possibly stopped Drake from getting robbed or killed. Is that what I'm getting from this story? Is that is that the vibe that the game is uh, conveying here? Is that is that what he's saying has happened? Am I correct in that? That's what I was feeling too. So I I think that's what he was trying to say. That's interesting. The game mm-hmm. has a bit. The game has been a part of some pivotal West Coast moments. Like even elsewhere in this interview, he talks about his relationship with Kendrick. And in other interviews I've seen him talk about his relationship to Nipsey and how he brought Nipsey on tour and all these different things. So while the game gets this rap of like, oh yeah, the game is always lying and making things up, which I do believe some of the stories are embellished sometimes. But he has genuinely i believe been involved in some historic west coast moments and if that drake thing is really how it went down that's like a, a real historic <laughs> a hip-hop historic moment right there like you kind of you save drake from having harm done to him because that could like we it, we see how easily it could happen to our favorite artists no matter how big they are no matter how loved they are by the community it could easily happen so that was interesting mm-hmm. to hear the game speak on that.
1: Yeah, he definitely said a lot in this interview. Um, of course, we could take the whole episode and talk about it, but I think it's just best if you just check it out for yourself. Is on our YouTube channel, Hip Hop DX, and also our YouTube channel just hit a million. Well, it's been hit a million subscribers. So definitely shout out to that for sure,
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. Hitting goals, hitting milestones. We love it. We love to see it. Definitely check it out. I think that's a great note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX.
1: And be sure to follow us on all of our socials that's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX.
2: Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all social media platforms. And I'm at Adub on everything too. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.